0: You're listening to Fight Stories.
1: Hey everyone, you're listening to another episode of Fight Stories. This is your host, Tyler Morrison, with the other host, John Moses.
0: Yeah, we're here in uh, Jersey at the Shared Universe Studios, and it looks awesome in here. So we're uh, grateful for you guys for having us. And uh, we're going to be doing another killer episode of the
1: podcast. We have uh, a great guest uh, on the line here. It's uh, none other than uh, former NHL enforcer, Mr. Darren Kimball, everyone. Darren, how are you doing today, gentlemen? buddy?
2: Good, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Very good. Oh, Gentlemen's a big assumption. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So you just out in St. Louis right now? Is that what's going on?
2: Yeah, we've been. Uh, I've been living just on the other side of St. Louis in Granite City, Illinois, uh, is where uh, my family lives at. So uh, back in the day when I played there, I met my wife, and uh, we were. Uh, I continued on playing hockey in other places, but that's where her home is so uh she's a she's a school teacher here for 25 years now and so uh when my hockey career was done, this is where we uh, laid our house down and uh, this is where we live now
0: oh man that's that's uh that's sweet you don't think of um it's like an NHL guy that would sort of be like oh we have to commit to my wife's teaching career and the community built around that that's a no
1: that's a nice story it's
0: a nice gesture my wife's yeah? a
1: teacher but i'm a comedian so i have to commit to my wife's uh, <laughs> <laughs> teaching <laughs> career
2: <laughs> it's, oh, it's funny how funny how that happens yeah right right <laughs>
1: <laughs> very nice so, yeah, man, basically we just uh, we just like to uh, talk to people about their lives and career and hear as many, uh, you know, cool fight stories as we can. That's, you know, it's pretty simple.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we talk to a lot of different people in different uh, walks of life. We get some UFC guys. We get some, um, some boxers. We love hockey fighters. And then we get a bunch of just, like, average Joes. But um, Tyler is a particular fan of hockey fighters and actually did, um, you know, years before we we've even come together to do this podcast, he used to put together these great tribute reels and he was showing me. I mean, he he did one about you and it was just, uh, just fucking bombs away.
2: Yeah, yeah, I kind of introduced Yeah, stand back. You know what though, Tyler, (laughs) if you keep, if you keep doing uh, about fighting, you're going to have a short career because they're they're chasing that out of the game now, aren't they?
1: Oh, yeah. I know they they know. really uh, have softened things up and uh, it, uh, could thank God there's YouTube, eh? We <laughs> can relive the glory days. I day. know, <laughs> I
0: know. It's
2: amazing Ain't how many people truth? watch uh,
0: hockeyfights.com.
1: Yeah, it's huge. It's there's,
2: yeah, there's, I, you know what? It's 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 I, I, people always now. I'm in St. Louis, so we had Ryan Reeves uh, in St. Louis here, yeah. and I, I was a big fan of uh, Ryan. And you know, he, he was a player that could play in all the time and. And people are saying how, you know, he's the toughest guy. And I I agree with them that he's the toughest guy in the league right now. But I I also, I I go to people, I say, do you understand what what you have to, uh, what we had to go through back in the day, the guys that we had to battle every day. Like, there was a Ryan Reeves on every team. And if not one, may there be two or three. So I said, he's got it pretty easy right now.
1: Oh yeah, like he's the champion <laughs> in a league where there's no one to fight. You know, yeah. he's, he's
2: exactly. It's yeah.
1: wild. The era that you came up in, I always consider it the uh, golden age of hockey fighting, where uh, you know, teams, like you said, were about uh, you know three enforcers deep, and you get, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was like co- it, was, it was like hockey fight Game of Thrones.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I when I I'll tell you a little quick story when I my first exhibition game. Uh, was against the Philadelphia Flyers back then in the day, and so I'm on the ice, and I was the only uh, I was the only guy that was fighting in the lineup at that time for the Quebec Nordiques, and yep. so we're playing the game, and a scrum happens. I look up, I got Dave Brown, Craig Berube. I don't know if you guys know Dale Kushner or not, but Dale Kushner was yep. a tough good guy was back in the Western Hockey League. Oh yeah. I got three of them sitting there looking at me, and. Uh, Dave Brown goes in his voice, you know that uh, little uh, squeaky little voice that he's got. He goes in there. Which one of <laughs> us do you want? <laughs> so you know the, my my answer, because I'm a young rookie and didn't know anything. I go, I'll take any one of you efforts on, and the way we went. <laughs> 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 but that was the day. That was the day. So it was it was kind of crazy. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. And you came out of that really tough Western Hockey League, um, which is you know just stacked. With uh, tough kids coming up and uh, trying to make their yeah. make their bones into the NHL, um, what was it like, yep. uh, you know, being a, a teenager having to fight uh, teenage Tony Twist? Like,
2: <laughs> but probably it was probably a good thing fighting him as a teenager because uh, you uh, know the Twister got a, farther along in his career. Yeah, he, uh, got a lot. Uh, he got bigger. He got stronger. Uh, yeah. Punches probably got harder. And I did. I did fight him in the NHL also. But oh
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: it it, it it's kind of funny when um. When I, I do a podcast in St. Louis with Jamie Rivers, and uh, he talks about it, and, and Rivs goes, uh, "Darren Kimball, the only guy that's fought Tony Twist eight times," and I so wow. I sort of chuckle about that. Oh, wow! Eight.
1: And like, if if anyone who's yeah. listening, if you don't know who Tony Twist is, you might want to go yeah. on YouTube and check it, check some of the Twisters fights out. <laughs> As Brett Hall, I think, said uh, they could just put a cardboard cutout of Tony Twist on the bench, and the other team would be scared. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a. Uh, he was uh, like, you know, you go, besides, I, I'll always say uh, Proby was the best at it. And uh, that, that's my own opinion. And uh, uh, I, agree. I think, I think it, that's a lot of opinions by a lot of people. That. But yeah. Twister, Twister was right up there. He was, uh, but Tw- Twister was, uh, he, he took his job to, uh, you know, he w- it was different than Proby was. Proby was playing the game a lot and
3: right.
1: Twister
2: understood his role as, as a lot of other guys had roles. But yeah. it was just, uh, mm-hmm. he, he, he was sort of into it pretty hard.
1: Yeah, and when, when you came up into the NHL, it was uh, th- like I said, there's a lot of guys gunning for jobs, and you came up in Quebec, and you said you're the only guy fighting on that team at the time. Like, there wasn't, well, I mean, there'd be other fights, but you're the only uh, pure, you know, main fighter there. Is that what it was like?
2: Yeah, we had. We had when I was in Quebec, and the, so Joe Sackett gets drafted. Yeah. Uh, we had Matt Sundin there, uh, Curtis Lucien. We had a young team, and
3: Good
2: uh, Brian Fogarty was there at the time. But a lot of young guys. And when I went to camp my first year, I, I fought Gord Donnelly, and that uh, was tough. Gordo, uh, uh, we we had a, we had a, uh, a fight, and I did really well against Gordon. And then I got sent down to the minors, and bet, And then they traded Gordon. When I come up, like we, I was I was really the only guy there at the time. There was no one there to. Uh, get any help in Quebec, and that was sort of a downfall of the part playing in Quebec because, uh, like, Greg Smith got called up at one point in time, and Bird when Bird Dog was up there with us. You know, we had a couple guys we could run around with, and it gives you more confidence because yeah. you're not having to fight. You're not having to fight everybody, everybody so right? It, or it, at least you, you know. have
1: someone that you can talk to about it that knows what you're going through too. Like, like you guys, yeah. or you can like strategize to, you know, I'm going to take this guy, you take that guy, type thing, for sure. Correct, correct. And so you get into Quebec and you start, you know, really, you know. Go, going in against some pretty big guns
0: um um oh here's a good question about playing in quebec was it hard to score with chicks because of the language barrier
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a you know that's uh the, the place there was a quebec city i, I feel bad for him and we we're i was just back there two years ago my my son was playing the Wee quebec tournament okay and uh so i went back there and um Uh, I I feel bad for them because they, the the people loved hockey and the fans, you know, we we were, we were a last place team when I was there for two years and people like you. And, uh, you know, if you're, uh, if you were in that department, yeah, it wasn't that hard to do that, but it was, you know, you were, it, it, people just love the game of hockey. You, yeah. were, you were actually a god there, and even though you are last place,
1: I thought so, you were going to say that you felt bad for them for some of the stuff that you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad for the people of Quebec uh, yeah. based on my tenure, <laughs>
0: especially uh, Stacy. <laughs> no, um, no, it really is true. You mean like it was? It was so nice to see the franchise go back to Winnipeg, and you thought like it's Quebec next, oh, it'd be Hamilton. So good. It was always a a, a town that could have totally you know, supported an NHL franchise, but the lease would just yep. never let it happen. You know? Mm. There are some towns in Canada yep. where I'm like, God, they would love a they would love a franchise. Atlanta does not need a franchise. Yeah, but it's know? not Disney no. and
1: Ice that they want to see in those cities. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, you're sitting there you're sitting there talking like Seattle just got a team, but you're talking now they're talking like how possibly Houston getting a team and like this Quebec team was, was this Quebec city was, they, yeah. they'll support a team. Mm-hmm. I guess the, yeah. the, the media maybe just doesn't want to travel that way up there. It's too cold for them or something. I, yeah. I have no idea.
1: Well, if you look at that LNAH league, I mean, the fans in Quebec are still, um, diehard Hungry hockey fans and they, and they like tough hockey there. And I mean, yeah. it's too yeah. bad. It really I is agree. a shame. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like yep. they've starved them. Quebec, but, we love you. We love you, Quebec.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we should. It's a, it's, a, it's a great place. It's a great place. Yeah. So
1: when you go into Quebec and you start fighting, you you're you're in you're in this like basically it's once Probert comes along, it's almost like an arms race for teams to get tough guys. And you're going through the yeah. league and all of a sudden a guy named Troy Crowder comes along in his rookie year and he starts dropping people. He pops mm-hmm. uh Chikrin. He pops, uh, I, think, I think Cox, he fought that year maybe, but it, was, it got really, yep. ro- really rowdy and he cut Proby and that was the big rematch set uh, that Probert versus uh, Crowder and everyone was anticipating, and it's in the media, but who comes along? Darren Kimball
3: <laughs> spoils the parade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> drops, yeah. drops Troy Crowder you know, it, right it, before it, the rematch.
2: What a guy! Here. Yeah, right before, <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to. I had to take away some of the box seats to get my name in the card. So yeah, huh? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, I got. You know what? Though I was going through a process, and you re, you want to be honest, guys. I, yeah. So I'm playing in Quebec, and we'd gone through a bunch of coaches. The first couple coaches I had there, I really liked, and a the, the guy named Dave Chambers come into the ball game, and I was sort of, um, I was sort of on my way out of Quebec. There was uh, a little friction going on with the coach, and um and some, some shit had happened down the road and I, and I uh so this fight come along and it probably got me out of Quebec uh, thank god it did cuz I was I was in a bad spot so mm-hmm. I you is know it, Crowder was sitting there with all this media attention on him all the people that he'd fought and done really well against and, do, you, do you think he was um, looking things, through things you? It just went well.
0: Do you think he was looking past you? I, like he's like oh, you know, I, this I is the so. this is the date I got circled reason, on the, the calendar.
2: Yeah, but the no the I'll tell you what he he could have been but uh, yeah. I don't think so cuz when he was playing in that game and just uh, there's a guy on their team that was uh, Kevin Todd and, and uh, Ke- Kevin Todd I played with in junior hockey so Todd would have known all about me and right. uh the, there would have been no and there and uh, w- one of their coaches I had fought down earlier down in Utica in the minors, so he had seen me fight yeah. so I know how word travels in the National Hockey League so right and yeah. if you watch the fight Crowder's Crowd throwing him as much as I'm throwing him he's it's going just, hard you know, eventually mm-hmm. yeah he's throwing hard and uh, you know he's hitting me in the fight too. But all of a sudden, you know, I, I land a good punch and then I land another good punch. And yeah, so you, you clipped it, you him know, with It, it a went good in my favor. Early. But uh, he was he was throwing pretty good too. Yeah. Oh yeah, It
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. was a great fight. It was a, it just mm-hmm. just a, a great showcase of uh, of you know what. It was a great showcase of your power because you've you've been in in a lot of your fights. They're rock 'em sock 'em robot fights. Like you're going yeah. You know, twelve bells. Just you know, there it's a few Pier six jobs that you've been in, <laughs> and uh, yeah. But but. That one kind of let people know, hey, you know, Darren can swing. Like, Darren can hit. Yeah. Like, that, that you know, it buckled yeah. him. And then the LaForge fight, that was pretty serious, LaForge, uh, I mean, yeah. he didn't. He didn't kind of like have like a big reputation in the NHL, but he had a reputation in the minors coming up because he got suspended for an entire year from the OHL. So there was that stigma mm-hmm. around him, and he's such a big guy that there was a lot of yep. anticipation about what he was going to do in the league. Kind of like the way Tr- <laughs> Cr- Crowder came in, and you crushed him too. Like, wh- wh- what was your yep. take on that fight? What was it like going up against? Well, I-
2: I knew of LaForge just because I'd known what had gone on in the Ontario Hockey League, how he'd been right. spending them and all that. So, you know, and back in the day, Quebec and Hartford, uh, you know, we were in the Adams division. So, we we're, you know, they were a rivalry of the Quebec Nordiques at the point in time. So, um, going in there, LaForge had just got called up. So, obviously, back in that day, you knew what was going to happen and there wasn't no secret to anything. So, <laughs> when he came out on the ice, uh, you know, it was just. So away you go, and uh, you know I, I was ready for it. I, I, you know, I when you when you when you play a, another real tough guy, and especially when we were younger, you're trying to make a name for yourself. Yeah, you you, you knew what the, you knew what the hell was going on, and and you know that in that fight there, which would be I really like for myself because it was a righty against a lefty. So you know either he's knocking me down or I'm knocking him down. This this is going one way or the other, oh, yeah. and. Uh, there's no grabbing because I, I wasn't much of a guy to grab on. I, I didn't like that, and so LaForge is throwing his left. I'm throwing my right, and um, and I'm probably a little. Uh, I, I probably throw a little quicker than he does in my in my punches, and I catch him over the eye, and and yeah. that was all that to that. And it
1: was just a bloodbath. And do you feel that that contributed to LaForge kind of uh, never materializing in the NHL? Do you think that that like contributed to that because it was such a, a massive, uh, um, impactful loss for him? Do you think that that kind of maybe uh maybe yeah, I,
2: set him he, back a few steps he, he yeah he, he well we come out of the junior and he had such a reputation but yeah i i you know i was watching on youtube somewhere there's uh they talk about these guys fighting down in then even lower than the east coast league The i played in these leagues in the west in the whipple and all that and they ran across LaForge when he was playing down there and I, I think in an interview he sort of he, he in the interview he comes out and he, he mentions the fight and it's sort of he basically says that was uh that that Really rattled them, and huh. he had a hard time coming back after that. Oh, really? Oh, wow! Like yeah.
0: like Ronda Rousey. No,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. You know what? Though? You 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 look at things, and and it, it happened to me a little later on in the in the ball game because you know I, I ran into probing. and I didn't do very well. I, you uh-huh. know, I didn't get hurt or anything, but I didn't sure. do very well. But I, you know, when you look at back, just go look through the history of it. like Mike Tyson. He gets, That's you know, when he gets beat. He wasn't the same man. He wasn't That's the true. same man, and then. Yeah, you know, Chuck Liddell and these guys, when they fight and all of a sudden their stuff, they aren't the same people. When you're con- right. fighting's all about confidence. This and is, uh, if your confidence level is not at a high, it's hard to battle. You'll You'll go on a little slide for a while until yeah. you – you know, you got to be uh, mentally strong at some point in time to come out of it.
0: This is so such a not worthy example, but it's like, it's the same way in comedy.
3: <laughs> you, oh, yeah.
0: You get rattled in comedy and you're like, I got to shake that one up.
1: Oh, yeah. I bombed in front of uh, yeah. the Kingston. Uh, it was the the Canadian military friends and family Christmas party and they're all <laughs> booing me. I... <laughs> Tell him to go fuck himself and your children. <laughs> fuck you for defending our f- freedom. <laughs> 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 Driving home crying from <laughs> Kingston five hours.
3: <laughs>
1: then yeah. I got to go play a military show the next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it together, Morrison. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: you know, yeah. I read this book uh, with uh, Jordan Peterson, and he actually said, like, this is something like w- that's hardwired in us. He studied lobsters, and if, like, a lobster fought another lobster— and, you know, they were five times more likely to lose the next fight if they lost because their confidence yep. was shook. That's interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. like a, it's, a, it's built in us, you know? So if you're playing yeah, on you the know, East it's Coast, it. it's double.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you, you know what? If you look at all the things, uh, you look at all the fighters and that, and, and when, you, when you talk to them, I know you guys have talked to a few of them, but yep. uh, the only one guy... That that probably and I did it because when I fought Dave Brown back in my day in Quebec, I fought him twice in one game. In the first fight, oh, I yeah. do really well. I actually I cut him. Yeah. Uh, he goes down, and I got all this confidence. I got too cocky, and uh, the second fight he was really. Uh, I guess he got really mad. because yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he come yeah. out and uh, he was throwing from downtown, and uh, you know he he <laughs> it was just. It, but he come back. He, if you beat Brownie up, usually he'd come back even madder than hell the next time. So, but it's but. Going back to what you're saying, though, when I fought all the time, I fought on confidence, man. And if, yeah. I, if things were rolling good, I, I, I had no problem walking into it. But if you had a little hiccup, yeah. you know, it, it took you a little bit of time to get back out of the gate again. So yeah. it, it was it was tough mentally on you.
1: Well, the, the, the day Brown fight. I was saying to John because I was I kind of bring John up to speed on some of the some of these guys that were.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, who doesn't like watching a good hockey fight? But I'm I mean, like you, like, you know, Tyler yeah. has got his Ph.D. in watching these fucking things. <laughs> so, so I was I was saying that
1: you're a bit of a legend killer. You know, you drop drop Brown or you you cut Brown there and you uh, you know LaForge. All the, these guys you, you took you took some some big guys to school and then but the Brown thing him coming back in the same game, man. he's a, he was a nasty yeah. guy. Yeah. And I was reading about a couple guys just on the, on the forum. Like well, it's the, another day at work, I guess. Right. The, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I lost that yeah. one, you know, but like, yeah. Brown yeah. though, if you had time in between, like if, if you beat him and then he had time to think about it, it was always worse. Like Stu Grimson, there was a few yeah. games in between and he really did a number on Stu, <laughs> like in the rematch. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, Kimball was actually, uh, it was good that he got to fight him <laughs> in the same game. <laughs> yeah. Dave, Dave didn't have much time to think about it.
0: He didn't. <laughs> pitcher never made the dartboard.
2: (laughs) 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 But that's so true, you know, that's a I I did it one time, I I was down and my NHL career was over and I was playing in Peoria and I had a guy and I didn't do very well in him and I I sort of screwed my knee up in a fight and I had six, six weeks to think about this and I went through the therapy and that's all I thought about and I come back and uh, I had a good fight with him, but I break his nose, and uh, oh. but it was just there was there was an anger that had to come out at some point. and
3: yeah,
1: you know,
2: I think that's how Brownie usually did it. There was an anger, and uh, when that anger came out, he looked the hell out because it was coming right.
1: Oh, yeah, and he had those those dead eyes like a shark like <laughs> just cruising yeah yeah he was, a,
2: he was one tough man. He's one tough man.
1: And so, you, the one thing, this is something very interesting that I, that I noticed because uh, there's a guy um, that I'm friends with who posts regularly on hockeyfights.com and he does these things where he does uh, year by year, he picks the 10 best fights. He goes through and, like, you know, heavily scrutinizes the fights and uh, he puts, like, a, a poll up to, for people to vote. Uh, which one's the best fight of the year? But the ten fight of the year candidates, you keep coming up every year that you played. Pretty much, you had like the um, the scrap. You know, one you know one of the top ten scraps of the year. Like that's not easy to do. Yeah. So so these fights were you know were, in,
0: in a during an era where there was probably three or four fights a night across the league. Yeah, the you toughest.
1: Know, the toughest. Yeah. I remember uh, watching the fight.
0: highlights then, and it would just be like you it was know so
1: fun, man. <laughs> yeah, it was the best. Yeah. But, uh, like, well, some, you're of, right. some of the fights that uh, come up, uh, uh, it was uh, you versus Sherla, Chainsaw Sh- yep. Shane Shirla. what was that fight like? That's just you going, you know, knuckle down against this guy.
2: Well, that was that was in the, that's the year Minnesota, we played Minnesota in the playoffs, and uh, you know, that's the year Holly scores at 86. So, uh, we're playing, and I believe that was the second game of the playoffs, and um, made the series 1-1, but we were up 5-1, and and Cherlow was a guy that, you know, he was playing, he had run around and he threw big body checks and everything. And that, that's what he'd been doing that game. So I, uh, him and his line mate, uh, were running around and I, so I had to step in and it was just, it was in the heat of the moment. It was playoff hockey, which, you yeah. know, you don't even really see much fighting going on, but right. that it was one of the best five playoff one, a,
1: fights ever. It was a
2: five, one hockey game. Yeah. And, and I, we were switching right to left and, uh, you know, when you look at the fight though, there's a bunch of those that a few of those are missing, but a few of them actually hit and. It's just that that's the way I fought guys. I, I, <laughs> I had to stand back and I, I had to, you know, you're going to stand there and take him, and I was going to take him, And eventually one of us is going down and that, that's just the way I ruled. And
1: the earlier in earlier, you're talking about, uh, fighting, fighting lefties because you're, you're predominantly a righty, um, the, the yep. one thing, I, I was watching uh, your fight against John Kordick, and I noticed the way you fought him, um, like, I was like, how important is it for you as a righty to get on the inside of a lefty? Like, get inside so he can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you, because so yeah. many guys have They're- trouble against Southpaws. You have so much success against Southpaws as a righty, maybe more than most dudes that I've seen fight
2: there was a, when I was uh, my second year at Quebec, I went to Kingston, Ontario with uh, there was a guy on our team named Trevor Steinberg. and uh, so we went down and I lived in Kingston because he was a big physical trainer, or you know he was into the fitness Kingston part. Is so a I fucking went down there to, get to shape. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when I was going down there, there was a, a boxing club down there, and so we would go to the boxing club and uh, you know we'd, we'd do our runs and our workouts and that, but we'd also do twice a week, we'd go to the boxing club. And there was a guy that was there. He was uh, a light, he wasn't a light heavyweight, but he was a light middleweight, I think. He was a champion of Canada at the time. And so, you know, I got some time to spend with him and to watch how power punches were thrown and to where you set your feet up on the inside of a guy, get in, get your foot inside and, and, you know, turn the shoulder and all that stuff. So I I learned, I knew how to fight, but I, but this was just the thing of getting more power into your system and getting quicker punches off and It was just uh just amazing to to let, to watch a, a like these boxers, the way they throw their bo- like a hundred and fifty pound guy throwing these punches uh, like uh he was about a two hundred and thirty pound guy the power they had behind it right it was just the uh, just and and where you would set your feet up and you know how you would get inside and where you're positioning your head and all that it was it was quite a it helped me out quite a bit when I was going through the process uh uh-huh.
0: and how old and how old are you how 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 many years have you been playing in the league when you decide to sort of to do this and start learning like you know to take to take it up a notch.
2: Yeah, that was my second that was my second year pro, so I would have been okay. twenty uh 20 okay. to twenty one years old at the time. Okay, gotcha. So you, you you went in early. Yeah, yeah, oh for sure. It was just a, it was just a, 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 when I went to Kingston to go to get this training, I you know, I, I wasn't initially going to box, but yeah. the boxing guy was there and I and I and I really liked it. I I tell you, I I even thought about even you know how you could get into boxing and that, but obviously the hockey career was more important to me at the time. Of but course, it was. Uh, I was really interested in it because you know you go through back in the days when Tyson—that was when Tyson was rolling and oh, yeah. you know doing all this fighting. And boxing was huge at the time, and huge, especially in the heavyweight division.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's what the NHL was like that. In ter- with like Probert being the champ, he was like the Tyson of the era, and like you just have all these yeah. gunslingers <laughs> coming along. Yep. It was the most entertaining time, I think, for for hockey. It yeah, really yep. evolved into that, and uh, and for yep. you to be a young guy at that time, you got you got thrown right into the fire.
0: And, yeah, how how how, yep. how um when you came into the league, um how old were you and how much? Because were you like twenty and like two hundred pounds?
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, I just got. I got drafted that year, so I was a nineteen-year-old, and I think I just turned twenty. I, I just turned nineteen or twenty. I think I just turned twenty yeah. when I got called up to my first NHL game.
0: And you're and you're just and you're just going these guys, who are you know yep. grown men, and not that. Like, of course, you know you're, you're coming in here six two, two hundred pounds. You're a grown man, but I mean mm-hmm. you, you still got some growing to do. You know you're still a by yep. by many measures you're still a kid.
2: You know. Yeah, you are. But you know what? You're so, but that back in the day, though, when you're, when you're a young kid coming up, you're so full of piss and vinegar, you know, you're, you're ready to fight anybody. And it's just, uh, you know, you're not, you're not going to say no to anybody. You're, right. you're all in. It's not like when the score is eight, one, oh, I got to go fight this guy. Cause you know, it's, it's eight, one and I'll be glad to go fight this guy. It was just, right, right, that, right. you know, you had, you were, you were making a name for yourself and, and I, I, God, you're, you're sitting there looking, I'm 20 years old. I'm playing in the national hockey league. Yeah. You know, God. What else? You know, what else do you want? If you can't fight for that, what the hell are you fighting for? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. Right.
1: So you're in the league, and it's 1990-91 uh, season, and you're, you know, you're cutting through these guys. You're having some really good fights, but now it's time to fight Bob Probert. What's going through your mind? The yeah. Day, the day that you get to fight the king
2: it you know what it, it when I was going up to people it was uh the, the day be- the day before the day of was it got tough because you know you're thinking through the process it's not like no I'm not going to fight him I I was you know I, I know I'm going to fight him how am I going to get to that point and you know how am I going to go through the process it's almost sometimes when I'd fight certain people getting ready to fight certain there was a there was a method to your madness how you, where are you going to have to get to and it's just you know, you thought about it and yeah. I, I don't think I'm the only one in doing that, but of I, 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 I hadn't, I had an idea of what was going to happen. And the only thing that screwed me up in the first time I fight Bobby was, uh, when we were playing Detroit, I, Dennis VL sort of comes into the picture and I, you know, you I fought him. I, he was game. a young kid at the time. Uh, so I, I ended up fighting him first and that sort of, that right, gas that is sort of two things a for a haywire. Mm.
1: Well, it's interesting if you watch the VL fight, Probert's on the ice and you see him staring you down like he like he's a yep. predator it's really interesting mm-hmm. like you don't see bob probert that serious that often right like it was like cuz mm-hmm. because you had just dropped crowder before ah, that it's like he sees you as like a wow. really big threat so maybe he was like even stepping up a little bit harder when he did fight you that game you know what i mean like he probert was yeah. out to send a fucking message um, to everyone in the league at that
0: time. So, right. so yeah, running into Vial well, you must have Well, you must have been the number one contender at yeah, that point. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Well, at that, at that time I was because yeah. yeah. I, I just had that fight with Crowder and that's, yeah. he was yeah. getting all this hype for with him in the uh, Probert fight, which really wasn't as Bad as people say it was, so no, he stepped on a know, stick to,
1: there, and but, yeah, and it, was yeah. A, it was just a, it was a cut, it, you know, right, right, right. But 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 yeah. it just starts
0: making news, and people don't even see the fight, and exactly. they're like, Wait, what? You yeah, and, he, and then the legend yeah. starts to And
1: grow. he took it very seriously, obviously. He, yeah. I mean, he yeah. wanted <laughs> the crown, but it was yeah. a, but running into it, people people underestimate how tough Dennis Vial was. So to go against Vial, yeah. he was a, he was nails, man. He was a tough, tough fighter, yeah. So mm. like just to be able to go those two guys in one game, right, takes some. Time.
2: Steel, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, the, the, you know when i when i fought dl and so the, when you're fighting dl and it was uh you know there, there was punches throwing but there was a lot of wrestling going on probably the fight lasts for like 45 seconds so you're in wrestling yep you go in the penalty box you know you're sucking air you're doing everything and and then when i come back out in the ice the, uh, i didn't even get to go to the bench i got put out right out in the ice right away and i'd look and who's on the other side of the ice that's, well, it's probably sitting there. So I'm going off saying, that's a son of a bitch. And so the plate come down. Isn't, isn't that how I had to, this uh, drawn up? He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't the way I pictured it. I promise you it wasn't, but he was, uh, I was down on the boards and he come down to, to hit me and I seen him coming and, and we did. And, and, and it probably one of a, a stupid moment for me. Cause I should have waited a while, but right. I, we fought. And uh, so I fought him and I, I threw a couple punches and then he strung me out and I just, I didn't have the energy. I, I, I just didn't have it to get to him. I couldn't get yeah. to him. He was, too, yeah. his arms were too long and yeah. I was strung out and there was, needed I didn't a have period and to a Gatorade there. in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I needed something, but it was I needed something.
1: <laughs> and back to, uh, the, 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 uh, theme of, uh, you know, taking on some giants and doing pretty good with, uh, with the pop in your punch, uh, Stu Grimson. You when you were with St. Louis, you gave him a nice, uh, nice little go around there. How was that going against Stewie?
2: Well, that, you know what? That's the uh, we went and played in. Uh, so I was with St. Louis. We go into, uh, we go into Chicago, and that's probably that's the best rink you'll ever play hockey, in. Uh, it might be the best sporting event I'm, I'm sure. The, it bad was just, house on Madison. the crowd is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it was just it was just crazy. With and the old Oregon, funny, and... Th- 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 yeah. And there there's a fun, there's a story about this though because. When I was a 15-year-old kid or 16-year-old kid, I was in Swift Current playing AAA uh, uh, for the Swift Current Legionnaires. I I actually might have been playing for Patty Janelle, actually. uh, Oh, yeah. Legendary
1: tough coach. He liked to
2: ice a tough squad. But but him and and, – so his son, Aaron Janelle, me, Sean Van Allen, who played in the National Hockey League for a while, uh, and another guy. We went up to Medicine Hat from Swift Current, which was probably about a two-hour drive. So we drive up there, and the uh, Regina Pats were playing the uh, Medicine Hat Tigers. And so I'd never seen a Western Hockey League game before. And so Stu Grimson, who was playing for the Regina Pats at the time, um, you know, and I really, guys, to be honest with you, and I was 15, 16 years old. I wasn't, I didn't even know about this fighting and stuff yet. I hadn't even got into it yet. Right. And we were standing down, we were standing down by the boards, the four of us. And so when you stand down by the glass, to get to the ice level, probably had to go down another two feet. And I'm standing there on the glass, and Stu Grimson is at least eye level with me. So I'm going, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I was sort of in amazement. I go, holy fuck, look at the size of this man. <laughs> Tall guy, <And laughs> the see,
1: Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and that, so this is, this is in junior, and I'm looking how big this guy is. And, and it just goes, when you go full, so you're, you know, you're, the whole ride home from Swift Current, there was a snowstorm going on. The whole ride in the car, the four of us are talking. About basically about how big Stu Grimson was, and <laughs> so now you're in Chicago Stadium and you're playing for the Blues and you're coming out and and there's Stu Grimson sitting across from the side from you. So yeah, you know I I went into the fight though and everything went according to where I wanted to go because I got a hold of him. Yeah, and I let him throw a few punches and then I just come through with it. And you know I get, <laughs> and when you're fighting, it, it, you know whoever gets the punch in, whoever gets the first punch in, or yeah. at some point whoever lands the most important punch. That, that usually starts to dominate the, the the fight at some point in time. So it's, you know, and, and things went my way, because sure. you've obviously seen Stu fight a lot of times. He's a, he's a pretty tough man. Of course, oh, absolutely, of course, of course.
1: It's so interesting that, that you saw him when you were, like, a kid, and then you run into him that many years later. So yeah. it's like, yeah, and he and he's evolved, yeah. but you've evolved too. So it's, not,
3: you, know. <laughs>
2: did you Oh, boy. Did
0: you call the guys you were with and be like, guess what just happened?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I, no I, I didn't. No, I didn't. Sean Van Allen, I ran into him later on, but yeah. he was playing. He, he played quite a while in the National Hockey he played League. played with play. Edmonton, yep. it right? Was, it was just what's that? Did he play with Edmonton? Did he played the Ducks. I think the Ducks. He did. Yeah, he yeah. played with Edmonton, and uh, he, yeah, he ran around for a bit. But you know, he, Sean Van Allen, becomes, uh, he comes. I bet he plays four or five hundred games. I, I don't know yeah. if you can quote me on it. He might even play more than that. He plays quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I remember when he was with the Cape Breton Oilers. <laughs> yeah, that's where he started out, because yeah. when he was in Cape Breton, I was in Halifax playing for the Citadels, and uh, so that's where we crossed paths for the first time. And well, so not first, I played with him in, I played with him in uh, there, but I, I mean, when we went pro, that's the first time I ran into, uh, we used to call him Wally, but that's what I, I ran into him at, yeah.
1: And when, when you're with the Halifax Citadels, you run into a couple brothers uh, that, uh, they don't really get as much uh hype for as tough as they they were um the robert's brothers <laughs> yep yeah what, what was that like going having to go against brothers
2: <laughs> yeah well, you know that we were before i got called up we were playing uh I got I, I think it's sherbrooke because they had been in Fredericton before and i think uh you always hear about freddie beach and the guys when the old veterans when i was there was always freddie beach but I believe they went to sherbrooke this year uh they'd moved there for their minor league team the montreal canadiens did
1: yes they were with and, Sherbrooke.
2: yeah yeah and we were, so we went in there the first uh the first time i eventually played against the, the two of them but i i fight serge i have a you know it's on it's on the youtube thing too i have a great fight with serge i cut him uh oh, that the, the long the one fight you, just you know watched? back and forth yeah. oh swinging God, that was so great and then um so probably we go to the box a little bit later on, then Mario he decides to come out, so I'm fighting Mario, and then go through <laughs> we'll that fight and twice. And then at the end of the game, Surge was mad, I guess, that Mario got to me. So then I, I fought, I fought Surge twice and Mario the very first time I played. Him. <laughs> <laughs> their, their mother's probably up in the stand just hating you. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the sister and the dad and everything to come <laughs> yeah. out of the stands. I'm waiting for the whole clan to come crazy. Mario, you get out there and fight that boy. <laughs> <laughs> but they, you know what? They don't. They go through. Well, Mario ends up winning the Stanley Cup with the Canadians uh, when they win it. But yes. uh, the, those are, there's some names down in the minors of guys. Uh, a guy named Jacques Mayhotte stayed in the minors a long time and. And These he guys fought. were tough guys. They, they paid their dues down in the minors, boy. They yeah. were, they were you tough fought guys. him
1: too. You fought him, too, uh, when uh, he was with uh, the Montreal uh, you know club in that, that league, right? Who's that?
2: Uh, Jacques. Who's that? Jacques May No, it. I fought Jacques. Uh, where was Jacques at? Because I, I took him. I went to Halifax, and uh, they'd got rid of Jacques, and he went somewhere else. It might have been. He might have been went to Winnipeg or Moncton or something. I ended Moncton. up fighting him there Moncton one time is in the where you
1: fought him. Uh, yeah, Moncton in the AHL.
2: It was, it was shortly after yeah. that
1: fight with the the Roberge brothers, actually.
2: Uh. Yeah, correct. You're correct. Yep. Yeah.
1: Good thing I'm here, so.
2: eh? Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> you fucking, so, that's what I'm here isn't for, Isn't it Darren? interesting to, t- to talk to your stalker?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got dropyourgloves.com uh, pulled up right now oh, in the fight yeah. card. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> nice. That's awesome.
1: But uh, oh, one, of the, one of the fights that, that uh, I loved, uh, I was telling Johnny this earlier, one of my favorite things was your fight against Claude Lemieux. You guys are having a oh, yeah. line brawl. Against the Montreal Canadiens, you're with the Quebec Nordiques, right? And uh, all hell's breaking loose. That you, that
0: fucking beautiful rivalry.
1: You got yeah, oh what a rivalry it was. And you guys are set, uh kind of isolated from the pack. And, and yep. anyone who's listening can check this out on YouTube. It's so great. But what what were you saying to, to Claude Lemieux?
2: <laughs> I I was I was calling him a the chicken shit and every other name in the book, but I, I was trying to get the fight because Claude was at that time. There was probably Al Samuelson yeah. and Claude Lemieux were probably the two most hated guys from division, from other teams, because yeah, they sometimes. were always, you know, they were, yeah. they, they antagonized everybody, and they got in your face, and they never shut up, and They're just uh, so burn, burn we're, on, we're on hockey night in Canada, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> this, this, this thing sort of comes to my for, and you know, and I'm sitting there, and, it, and there's a, so we go through the fight process, and we get into the fight, and you know, I, one of the things I've always done, and when every time I fight, I usually come out of it and I'm always smiling or something. I just, I, I, I enjoyed it at one point in time, so I always had a smile on, but yeah, yeah. it was kind of funny. So when this fight happens uh, later that night after the game, uh, we, go out, we go out to eat. I'm coming home in the hotel, and I believe it's... I think I'm with Ken McCrae. He, was, uh, so he was with us brother? at the time. And, and me and Kenny go get in the elevator, and who's sitting in the elevator was Don Cherry. And... <laughs> When you're a when you're a, a guy that knows hockey and like fighting, uh, obviously Don Cherry was a a person that you always watched. You wanted to be on his videos, of course. He's the man. Rock he a, he a man, of course. Yeah, exactly. And he was, a, you know, he's a god in Canada, and yeah. so he's sitting there and. To have him put his hand out and shake your hand and he goes, boy, kid, I like what you did tonight. And I, I just, it's just, just something like that is oh, just, you know, honor. something that you take with you the rest of your life. You know? yeah, yeah, that's so that's cool. So that's so cool. And the way
1: that you handle that, too, is so funny about uh, when you're on the ice, like the way you, like, put your gloves down on the ice so casually, <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like this. Giving t- him every opportunity. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's um, so funny. <laughs> so you just say, um, you know, the, you know, one point in time you liked it, you're, you know, you're walking away with these things from a smile on your face. Um you played like what? Another seven years, you know, in about um, seven, about semi-pro. seven and a half
2: years, on and off, yeah. But yep. but
0: but outside of the NHL, afterwards, you know, you're not making big yep. bucks out there. You're just, you know, you're playing. Yep. At some point, you got to realize, you know, okay, so I'm not going back. You're just out there mm-hmm. banging, and you're banging because you like to do yep. it. Yep.
2: But I was uh when when I was the good thing though when you were down the when I went down the minors after I'd done NHL yep. I actually went. I played for Rob Toric, and we had a really good team. And then I, that was my last year of playing in the AHL. And then I go down yeah. and I actually, I played in the IHL with San Antonio, Kansas city. And, you oh, know, you're nice. fighting a lot of guys that are coming up through the ranks and, and you know, you're still hanging on your, there's still a little bit of hope in your system that okay. you might get the thing back, you know, right. yeah, realistically, yeah. realistically, what you're saying is true. I wasn't going back, but I'm still trying to, in my own mind to keep me going. I'm still hoping maybe you go back and, and um, in, in that league, so are Chicago, you playing? Cause, are cause you, I, sorry. Cause I actually, the, the, the reason why it goes on is when I go to Kansas city, I'd got a trial with the Phoenix, uh, coyotes at one point in time, yeah. uh, when I was all over and it was my last professional trial in an NHL team. And I got to fight Bob Probert again for the, for uh, the second time I oh, went when yeah. I fought Proby
3: <laughs> and,
2: uh, that so a, I did. And I, and I did pretty good at pro I, I still, I lose the battle, but I, yeah. but I, at least I get to hit him a few times at <laughs> times. So that was good. <laughs> that was a toe to <laughs> toe,
1: toe to toe war. Great yeah. fight. Great yeah, yeah, acquittal yeah, yeah. of yourself yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. So
2: I, I get to come back to, to battle them. And so I, that's when great. you do that, you know that you still have it. And so then you go down to the minors and you know, you, you're still battling because you know, that's the way your life was. You, you yeah. grew up doing that and and you still hope there's a hope there, but it, obviously it never came. And sure. and then when I went farther down, probably two or three years after that, I was actually playing down for the uh, a team in uh, uh, in Missouri here called the River Otters, and I ended up scoring like 29 goals. So I was getting yeah, to play a, hockey again. That was my
0: next was question. It's like so are you you know you're sort of free from that role of just going yeah. out and banging guys, and now you're finding the back of the net. Yep. Were you riding the stick,
1: Darren? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no,
2: there, I'll tell you, I'll tell you there's, there's the cutest moments that I've uh, you know I. When we when I played in Prince Albert, if you look at my numbers, I had 35 goals, 36 assists, uh, 300 and some penalty minutes. So I I knew how to play the game. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, My thing that always my problem was I wasn't a very good skater. So uh, I, I wasn't when you when and when you get to the National Hockey League and you play this role, you get put in a role and you're basically staying there. You know, it's you yeah. look at all the fighters when my time went on. Yep. Like besides Bob Probert and maybe and Marty McSorley got to play a lot, but yeah. other than that, there was guys like me, Grimmer, Twister, and all these guys you know, you were going to get your three, four shifts, your five shifts. And and that's what you were going to get. And that's all you were getting. Right. And that's the way the game was made up of at the time. So I I finally got a chance to come back and play. And it was, it was actually my last year when we were going through the process and I was getting, I was going to retire at the end of the year. And uh, I, in one game I'd scored four goals. One of them was in a shootout actually. So it was the fourth goal and my daughter, my daughter had just been born. So I got to, it was, it it meant nothing to nobody except for our family, but my daughter was there and she was just a little baby and I got to take her and I got first star in the game and I got to skate around with her out in the ice. So, but that meant the world to me when I
0: got to do that. Oh yeah. That's That's sweet. That's sweet. Um,
2: how much of your yeah, you, 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 you guys didn't want to hear the sweet story did you? No, 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 we do. We <laughs> like that. Yeah, too. I like that but, stuff. But so
1: now that you say that, uh, what's the best street fight you've ever been in?
2: <laughs> oh, I have had a lot. I've had a lot of them. Back, oh, back in oh, my Oh, we'd love days. to hear those. Uh, <laughs> Prince Albert, there's a lot of them. I I, I do pretty good. Uh, there's a couple I probably get a little too much whiskey in the system and I, and I don't quite come out on the good end of it, but um, but there were some there were some ones uh back in the day that's probably one of my downfalls I used to fight all the time and I I wasn't getting paid for that one which was silly but I would do it right so right, you're right.
1: scrapping off ice while you're in uh, Prince Albert playing for the Raiders at the time
2: then is that uh, playing, playing for the Raiders playing uh, I was playing for the Blues I was fighting in the offseason too so I, was, I was just doing it that's just the nah, way no I guess way. The, the, the the guys I hung out with uh, my buddies and my friends were uh, you know that's the way we rolled we'd go out and we'd have a good time and yeah so tell too us many a- uh too many too many Jack Daniels and uh, <laughs> Jack Daniels has been the crazy. downfall of many great men. <laughs>
1: so tell us about a banger. What's, a, what's 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 your your number one street fight that you got in?
2: I no, um, my number one. I don't know. I, I probably my number one. Really also, also, we don't want you to, to incriminate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I, I get my I get a jaw broken uh, one time because I was I was too drunk. I fell down and a guy just basically hit me and. But yeah. that wasn't my number one. So, so we we'll go recently? back to where I was in <laughs> Kingston. I'm in Kingston, Ontario, and uh, so I've gone through this training. We're going uh, Canada days coming up, and Jeff. I played with Jeff Brown in Quebec and, and Saint uh, or again in Quebec. I, I played with Brownie. I actually lived with him for a little bit. So Brownie asked me and Trevor Steinberg to come up to Ottawa. Well, Steinie doesn't go. I go, and we're up there hanging out. And Jeff Brown's got a friend who's a cop, and so we're out there and we're drinking. And I get into this bar and. Uh, I watched, the, there's about six or seven guys, they look like these big, they're big stocky football guys or whatever, and they were picking on this one guy, and and I'm sitting there, you know, and again, I'm into the whiskey, and I said to the guy, uh, you know, why don't you fucking leave him alone, and yeah. so yeah. then that started, and we wanted to go outside, so before you know it, I'm sitting outside, and it's sort of like a square in Ottawa, and I, I couldn't tell you where it is, but me and this guy square off, and by the time the fight's over, it goes on for like five minutes, I bet you. <laughs> by the time this fight gets over, we got a crowd of probably 2,000 people around us uh, <laughs>
3: oh, Canada uh, watching Day. this
2: fight. Ah, Canada. Yeah, on Canada Day. And, oh, I, and oh, the, the part real part of the whole words. story is when the when I get done, when the fight's all over, me and the Brownie's friend, who was a cop, yeah, uh, we go back to Jeff's house because uh, we didn't know where anyone was and we just got the hell out of there, so we weren't going to go to jail or anything, so <laughs> we go back and Brownie comes back and Jeff Brown's sitting there and, and he'd been sitting up in the bar with Stevie <laughs> at point. And so Jeff Brown goes as Jeff Brown's sitting there telling the story he says, he says you, guys, you guys missed it all you wouldn't believe it he says we're sitting up here on the balcony you should have seen this fight that went on down below <laughs> and we go, I go Browning you stupid ass that was me <laughs> Well, it was it was quite a heyday though it was pretty, pretty oh, great oh yeah pretty great story that's great
0: story true. you know that you know whoever fought you that night that's their fucking that's their claim to fame you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it was the, the funny thing about the fight when I was with the guy because I'd gone through this boxing training yeah so we're getting ready we're squaring off with the guy and I'd been probably the week earlier the couple weeks leading up to it I'd been working on my left jab. So I'm sitting there, and I throw this left jab out and poke him right in the beak. And I, and I sat there, and I, I, I guess I thought the fight was over after I made this thing because I thought it was so awesome. All of a sudden, I'm getting corked with about three right hands here, and I go, like, holy shit, we're into no a fight here now. And it's on. We, we got a good one. one. It's, it's, yeah. It
0: was funny. Oh, uh, so funny, so funny. Um, uh, okay, uh, how much of your power and your strength do you think came from your hockey
2: here? My hockey hair, from your, <laughs> yeah, from from your sweet moment.
3: mullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
2: laughs> but that's uh, that's how they all wore oh, yeah, yeah, it though. Oh yeah, oh no, it was great. It was <laughs>
1: great. <laughs> you had a great one. <laughs> I was like, I the, after the Claude Lemieux fight. Yeah. I didn't know if you were smiling because you won the fight or because you just had the best hair in the league. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the day, we used to have the the short on the side, and you'd put the barber would go in there and everyone on the team would go in and get those little lines drawn in the side of their head like, uh, like crazy stuff, crazy <laughs> stuff. business <laughs> in the front party in the back <laughs> yeah. yeah old Joe Dirt we could have all been Joe Dirt at one time <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man oh man well
0: listen we uh thank you so much for doing the for doing the show it's been a a great episode
1: yeah absolutely it's so awesome to have you yeah. on and uh well, yeah, yeah just a, just a blast and we'll love to have you on again and down the road, but thank you so much, Darren. That was great. Yeah. Always.
2: Yeah. Anytime guys, I'll I'll keep following you on Twitter and see your stuff and, if you ever get down this way, I'll, be, I, I'll hey, I i won't be there booing you in the front. If anyone boos you, I'll have my last fight. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. we you come down this way, I, I oh, we, we we we're starting wait. to do
1: some live—we're starting to do some live shows with this, so it'd be awesome maybe uh, yeah, to have come, you uh, work at security. Yeah. <laughs> even, even when we come down, we're doing a live one in New York with Colton Orr on uh, January 25th at yeah. uh, in. Yeah. Uh, P- uh, you Poughkeepsie, p- whatever yeah. laugh <However laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> loud, p- loud okay. comedy club is what we're doing yeah and uh and yeah. so so maybe uh yeah someday someday down the road we can come into uh st louis and get you and uh maybe jansen and those cats on uh and do a live one down there yeah, be a twister's
2: blast. twister's living down here also so he's a, he's a, Oh boy, Tony, uh, tony's listening for sure there's a full <laughs> we had him on our podcast me and ribs do we popped him on our podcast and you know twister's uh yeah, he's probably he's pretty popular man in town here and uh, uh it's, you, know, so you, don't, you don't see him around much anymore oh, but beauty. he's uh when he shows up it's it's worth the time just to sit down and listen to that man he can he can tell a story he can oh wow yeah. absolutely That's well we'd great.
1: love to come down and see you in st louis yeah. man so yeah, th- that'd be great thanks so much for doing this on us and uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah you bet you guys all, all, so all the best
1: day it.
0: awesome thank you kindly well, there it is. There's a uh, another episode of fight stories. Fucking, well, that was that was such a good time, man. Such oh, a good time. He was so generous with his uh, <laughs> with his stories, and that fucking street fight was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you asked.
1: You know, he's got a few more. Oh yeah, so
0: yeah. It's,
1: this is just uh, part one. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So that was great. Um, listen subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you' listen shoot us a rating and a comment all that stuff helps and uh, if you really want to support then throw us a couple of bucks to patreon we'll, we'll be pumping out all kinds of shit we're giving away all kinds of goodies when you do that stuff both of our albums uh, shirts and you know tickets tickets to live shows with uh, Colt Noir and Kimball and we want to do some more live shows with wrestlers We want to get this thing to the point where we're doing live shows with you guys. You know, guys, with great fight stories. Yeah, so, absolutely. The we're more, the, f- the more we the get, the more people are just
1: out. coming out to because to, they know it's going to be a banger.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and also, guys, you know, please send us your fight stories. We're getting a we're getting a fight story a day right now. As far as somebody like reaching out and being like, oh, I got a great story. We want to hear them all. We would love for you guys to record them, like on a. Uh, um, you know, just shoot us a quick video with a funny fight story. Throw it on the page or hit us up. You know, privately. We want to hear them all, guys. We really appreciate uh, all the feedback and the and the love that the podcast has been getting. And uh, and we want to we we want to return it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're searching high and
0: low for yep. all the lowest lives. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, baby. that's it. Uh, again, thanks to the guys here at Shared Universe for having us. Uh, I know we'll be doing this again because, uh, you know, Tyler's going to be shooting up here, and sometimes we gotta we got to get a Skyper. Oh, yeah. So uh, follow us on all
1: of our social media, too. Don't be pricks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And download our albums. We're the fucking best. Fucking right. <laughs> the white boys are back. <laughs> 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 all right, that's it.